Okay, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. This whole week I've been using ExpressVPN to binge The Office on UK Netflix. It's so simple to do, I just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from over 100 countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com lorehammer, and you can get an extra three months off ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com lorehammer expressvpn.com slash lorehammer to learn more. Welcome to Lorehammer, a beginner's guide to 40k. You are listening to episode 4, Free Fall of the Elder. Hey guys, welcome back to Lorehammer, a beginner's guide to 40k. My name is Eric. And I'm Mark. And this is Jordan. Um, it's been it, really fun doing this for you. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Mark. It's funny, so <laughs> before the episode, I told myself I wouldn't have the same, like, and I'm Mark, like the upward inflection, because <laughs> yeah. then Jordan always goes low, because like when listening to us talk or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, like <laughs> I always just pick up on all these like stupid little things that I say, like, for sure, for sure. Like, <laughs> So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go high. I'm like, and I'm Mark, but it happened. So. It did. Weird. Yeah. I never noticed that until you said so it. So next episode, I'm not even going to say my name. <laughs> just just I, silence. Both of us will stare at you. Exactly. I can't even give in to the temptation, so I just got to cut off completely. Maybe one of us will just say, that's Mark. Uh, Mark yes. is over there uh, in the corner doing something. <laughs> not saying his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode, uh, we are going to talk about uh, Prefall Eldar. Uh, I, I think we, when we first did the warp, we we did talk about Slanesh and how he was the most recently born Eldar god. Yeah. And uh, it was all from the Eldar. So today we're going to take you uh, from where the Eldar left off with the old ones. All Which the was way. a good place. No, it was a fantastic. Some would even say uh, Utopia. <laughs> Some would. Some would. And like, think about it. The old ones left them with all this knowledge and tech and the uh, the... Necronter had become to Necron and fallen asleep. Yeah. Right? They were, they left, and then the Necron, the Eldar pretty much just had galactic supremacy. Anyways. So, so spoiler alert. You yes. Just, spoiler alert. You just learned about the entire episode. Yeah. So. Go ahead, turn us off. No reason to listen anymore. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, you're only, that's all you're going to learn. Uh, we're going to do it in the next 40 minutes, but that's all you're going to learn. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll go uh, all the Eldar up until the fall. And, and then at that point, they take a massive shift, and we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. Cool. A um, couple questions I had previously um, from the last uh, time I put it out to people. One was, I've heard that there's killing of animal for skins. Does PETA know that? 
Um, <laughs> so it's a good question. Great question, really. Um, PETA was actually eradicated in the uh, 38th millennium. Yeah. Under suspicion they of... They lasted uh, that long. Yeah, no, they were so very strong it's, force. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to kill an ideology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, they were uh, eradicated under suspicion of uh, worshipping chaos god Zinch and uh, sowing discord among the Imperium, which we all know doesn't fly over very well. <laughs> discord, <laughs> discord does not. No, no, no. It's it believe it's work with us or die. Really. Mm. So I would have thought it would have been like they started worshiping the animals as a god, and then the god emperor is like, "Hey, no religion." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no religion. Done. Uh, Kills them all. What? Like, obviously that's not true. Um, but there's actually something really funny about Peta. Yeah. A uh, little. I don't even know how long ago. It but, was a while. Maybe like within the year. Yeah, yeah, within a year. But these like. Can I, can I swear? Like, like yes. These motherfuckers. <laughs> like, That's they not a swear. They write a letter to Games Workshop. Like, this is in real life. Yeah. Real life, PETA is like, hmm, we need to take care of this. So they write a letter to Games Workshop. <laughs> and in it, they are like, dear Mr. and Mrs. Game Workshop, whatever. <laughs> like, we are so upset that your plastic figurines <laughs> wear capes made of fur. Where is the honor in wearing fur? And they go like, on this huge rant. Like, it's phenomenal. Like, you can totally find it online. Yeah. Literally, just Google Peter Wright's Games Workshop. Do they call it uh, Furgate? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, it, like, how? Thou shall not... Uh, uh, adorn fictional characters <laughs> with, with yeah, they're just with fictional it's, fur. It's so pathetic. <laughs> like I don't. How did that get past like their PR team? <laughs> yeah. like, Some people know. have too much time and others don't have enough. Yeah, that, yeah. we're the kind that don't have no. We no, have, no. The we PR have, guys don't have enough time uh, to deal with all the all shit. the bull crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, uh, the PETA guys bring the, up. The PETA guys, guys have too much time. Their brainstorming they... room is trash. <laughs> it's just like, well, how about we do this? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Uh, yeah, but it was it was hilarious because like, how do you like how do you condemn a fictional <laughs> people? And when you and Matt Ward uh, even responded to it. I, oh, I'm gosh. gonna look up how okay. he responded. <laughs> Don't tell. Like, I Mark, guess I guess when you're in an organization like where its entire mission is like a social justice brigade it's yeah. like i guess you have they don't nothing, even care yeah nothing better to do other than <laughs> <laughs> what what's so crazy about it too is like the whole game 40k is based off of like genocide yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but no don't you kill an animal yeah, don't, don't worry about the genocide <laughs> and like they destroy entire planets they have nothing wrong with killing innocent Racism people and xenophobia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they have nothing wrong with killing innocent people and like wiping their blood yeah, on their yeah. armor to like like it's it's pretty messed up yeah. and they said no the wolves yeah uh but isn't like the is this because they were talking about the space wolves but aren't those wolves like their friends mark am i wrong uh, yes and no that's a whole big topic okay that sounds like something we <laughs> can say can for the say space wolf chapter there are no wolves on fenris oh my oh my gosh yes that's right that's right <laughs> but, okay no yeah no i don't want to even <laughs> talk to you about that then <laughs> okay, well, okay. The did you find one? the thing mark okay so matt ward like uh if you ever read the rule books, you always you know what I'm talking about. They have like this like little grayed out area, and then they'll have a date and like a title, and then they'll have like 
a paragraph. Of yeah, the it's lore. like it's a lore part in yeah. the codex. Yeah, and it's just like a random thing. Usually, like, oh, this happened on this planet, or yeah, whatever. or it's like a little. It's like a quote, even sometimes from some people. Yeah. Do you want to read it? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> so it says, uh, oh, so at M forty one, so pretty recently. This oh, is, oh, did you lie when you said they got eradicated? Oh, no, never mind. No, 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 no. This isn't their eradication. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's at M41, and it's called Peter's Folly. So during routine survey of death world Luther McIntyre, uh, explorer, explorator feat Bellasis is blockaded by a civilian vessel, Peter's Folly, protesting the unethical treatment of the death world's inhabitants. <laughs> Admiral Crex's patience is swiftly exhausted and orders the interloper's destruction. However, Peter's folly falls silent before the first volley. Later investigations determined that the entire crew were slain by a flollop of Katachan face eaters. <laughs> <laughs> They're very cute, the face eaters. I bet. I, bet. I want one as a pet, really. <laughs> Uh, mistakenly liberated during a previous voyage, the creatures had waged a short but effective campaign <laughs> ag- of guerrilla warfare from within the Peter's Follies laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys on the Peter's Folly rescued these face eaters, and then the face eaters are like, bitch, this is 40k, and they ate them all. And and that's Games Workshop's yeah. response to yeah. uh, PETA. And really, that's all you need. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, one of the other questions that I got was, um, if you play games, are you required to spend a certain number of hours in the mall at the Warhammer store? Uh, good question, really. Um, in order to be a part of the community, you also have to uh, live in your mom's basement. Yep. You have to argue Check. with your fellow Warhammer friends about whose army is the best. Check. Yeah. You have to smell like bad cheese. Check. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of oh, a... Oh, trust me. I can smell you over here, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, and you have to spend a minimum of 25 hours a week at the store creeping regular people out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I find it's actually best to be outside the store yeah. and kind of just, like, luring children into the store. <laughs> That's kind of my go-to move. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need to you need to really buff, buff up the community. Yeah. We need more people. Yeah, do exactly. You, do you also uh, require neckbeards and fedoras? You do. <laughs> you do. Uh, only for people that play Tao. Oh. Or Sisters of Silence. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Miladies. Anyways, um, yeah, hope that clears everything up on that question. Um, only a couple things, really, just to take care of. But once you do all those, you're in. For life. Yeah, for life. <laughs> and you, you can't escape at that no. point. No, I've tried. I've tried many times. <laughs> That's a lie. I've tried. You tried recently. I've thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about trying. <laughs> you thought about trying. Uh, okay. Well, uh, in that case, uh, let's move on to the main topic. Sweet. Yeah. So the main topic uh, is Eldar. Eldar, pre-fall, Eldar, everything leading up to it. So um, I guess I'll, I'll kick it all off. Uh, last we had heard the war in heaven was over. The old ones are destroyed. Uh, the Necron have um, defeated the uh, Satan, shard of the mount into shards of power. And then um, command code, everyone falls asleep. Yeah. Because they're afraid to continue fighting the Eldar. Right. So yeah. they're like, whatever, we're immortal. We'll just go to sleep. Right. The Eldar will eventually die off. Yeah, of old age or of whatever. Of old age. Yeah. You or know, the... consumption or... <laughs> yeah. But little did they know that the Eldar are actually immortal as well. Or functionally... They, they aren't immortal. Yeah, there's a couple they stories. they live for thousands of years. Yeah, like uh, the, right? the one main guy. 
Uh, well, the more powerful a psyker you are, the longer your longevity. Yeah. They are proportionate. Th- there's like guys that are like 10,000 years old, yeah. though, if not older. So they're f- yes. functionally. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, a yeah. lot of them, a lot of the places will say like barring accidental death or, or disease, disease yeah. they will. Like, we don't really know. Yeah, exactly. Because at some point over a thousand years, like. Well, a sword is going to go through your heart, yeah. right? Like, especially you know, contract some kind of disease. Right, yeah. yeah. Especially Venereal. during their... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you, if you live that long, you're probably more likely to die by non-natural causes. Yeah, yeah. Every se- the longer yeah. you live, yeah. the, pers- the, the chances of it happening just keeps going yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so... <laughs> yeah, so the, the Necron turd, they go to sleep. The Necron they, go to sleep. I guess that's Don't true, Don't make yeah. me... Uh, Go crazy. The, okay. the Necron. The Necron. The Necron. Yeah. They go to sleep and hand the galaxy over to the Eldar. Yeah. So the Eldar have been, like, fostered, um, taken under their wing. The old ones, they put their wing out for the, the Eldar, and they, they showed them the ropes. Yeah. Um, and then the taught old Taught them how ones. to use the warp, taught them how to use the webway, taught them yeah. how to get a, live a good life, maybe? Potentially? Well, okay. So, uh, in my research, yeah, what I was reading is that um, so the whole one of the whole reasons the El- old ones created the Eldar is for a race that was really psychically powerful, right? Yeah. Because the Necron and Satan were weak to the warp. Yeah. Okay. And then what happens is the old ones see the effect that all these burgeoning new races, these powerful psychically adept races are having on the warp, you know, creating the enslavers and having like warp storms and everything. Yeah. So the old ones warn the Eldar, actually. They warn them, mm-hmm. uh, like if you continue like to be as crazy as you are, like you will eventually like do something disastrous. It, yeah. Like the warning doesn't go beyond anything other than the old ones warned the Eldar. Yeah. So it, we don't know to what degree no. it happened. But you could assume, yeah, like... Yeah, it would be pretty portentous. Yeah. Like, if... Like, there's no small thing that happens in the warp. Like, anything that happens is a massive, large scale, right? So... Yeah, so, uh, really, like, there was that entire teaching area era, sorry, the old ones die. Or disappear. No. I don't think it's... It's apocalyptic destruction, is what I read. I've read that they've disappeared, they've... Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> we'll get back to that one later, actually. If you want to tune into our other podcast, <laughs> if Mark beats the shit out of Eric, uh, we'll be airing our first episode. In our third podcast, Eric recovers in a hospital. <laughs> it, it's not as fun, but... Just a lot of beeps and... Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I like it, though. So, for whatever reason, the old ones are gone. Yeah. And then, like... The Necron are gone, the old ones are gone, the Eldar, they're it. Yeah, because like, what else are they competing against? Space orangutans that have no no foresight, they just yeah. do what they need in the instance, and yeah, like yeah. a couple other minor the races. Cork. The, cork the Cork at that point, at time were there. Yeah, so we, yeah, we talked about them, so you kind of know yeah, exactly. about the orcs. So but, but even them, it's like they're not, they, they, nothing, they can't compete. Yeah, like, yeah, they're a powerful enemy, but they're not building galaxies or building empires, and, you know, they're no. just doing their thing. Yeah. And, and maybe we uh, explain, like, the Eldar, um, like, they're humanoid. They've got, oh, like, yeah. they've got pointy ears, is what they describe them as. Like, I know Mark hates it when I do this, but they're the elves. They're, yeah. they're the elves of, like... There's so much say. more! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the elves yeah, of the yeah. What, and the, are the orcs orcs? 
<laughs> well, that's yeah. taking it too far. That's taking it too far. Um, yeah, so th- like they are, their metabolism is way greater than ours. So they're they, quicker. Yeah, they're they have, taller. Yeah. They're uh, they're better. They're more intelligent. Yep. You know, they're they arrogant. also feel emotions more. Yes, than human. absolutely. Uh, Anything yeah. that they feel, uh, whether that's anger, wrath, lust, pleasure, yeah. uh, all of that is feel is it's felt. Like intensified with the Eldar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. and I personally, I think a lot of that has to do with their connection to the war. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. but um, we can get all into that crazy stuff later. So these Eldar, um, they're really like an apex. There isn't anything at this point in the galaxy that can compete with them. Yeah. At all. So they start their own galactic empire, really. Yep. And we're talking like, so they have their crone worlds, uh, yep. named for their uh, crone deity, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know so that. There's a, it's like, called like Hagasis or something. We'll, we'll find it Hagasis. Yeah, no, honestly. It's called like, Classic. Called like Hagia, maybe it's Hagius or okay, something. I'm going to have to see how it's spelled. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go into that one later. But they're named uh, for the crone god. Uh, but we're talking like hundreds of thousands of worlds. Yeah, yeah, like galaxy spanning. Yeah, exactly. Like they were the thing. They they traded. Um, they even seeded. Like so, you know how the old ones seeded all the other worlds. It's yeah. even saying that the Eldar, uh, whether unconsciously or not, yeah, seeded other planets. So it because, makes sense. Well, like it is. Like when you think about it, you go to a planet, and all you have to do is drop off a couple bacteria. Yeah, and then the process of evolution can. And, take its like, and it space. doesn't even have to be that like uh, or minute warp. or they could drop off an animal well that's what I'm thinking yeah. like it could almost be maybe even closer to terraforming, terraforming yeah. than seeding well because that's why but, it says whether subconsciously or not oh okay. I'm sorry unconsciously sure. or not yeah, yeah. But interesting. It's, yeah, it, it is an interesting fact that like they also contributed to like the galaxy so like so, they were they were the gods yeah yeah Total supremacy over the galaxy. Yeah, nothing could touch them. Oh, and then not only that, but then there's the webways. Yeah. Right? Like, they 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 built the webways. So the warp is a little unstable at this point, so you don't really want to step into it. Just you don't risk it. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't if the water is even a little hot, you just, okay, you put a mitt yeah. on first, right? You put some protection on. Yeah. So they're, they got their webways. Um, they got all their tech. They got all their crazy, I don't know, they're just... They were the bomb. So. And that's why. Boom. It exploded. Oh. <laughs> Did you, no, that was a good one. Did you like it? Yeah, that was actually. Yeah. You're so clever. And pretty. You didn't register in your face for a second. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, um, <clears throat> oh, the time span of that. Yeah. So this goes on for millions of years. Like. Yeah. Like from the end of the war of the war in heaven. Yeah. Up until uh, M30, or really, it would probably start around, well, okay, M30. Let's go up to M30. Sure. sure. So M, oh, oh yeah. sorry, maybe you guys don't know how the dates work. Um, M is millennium, and then 30 would be the 30th millennium. So we're in M2. Right. Like, current. like currently, like, I live in M2. Yeah. And uh, actually, technically, this is M3. Is it? Yeah. Anything past like oh, yeah, 2000 to 3000. Zero to two. Yeah. yeah. Zero to one is one. Oh, so. fudge. I know. Oh, you've this been, you've been dating everything. M2, oh, you? this has changed my entire <laughs> You're world. You're a thousand me. years behind. I gotta go do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Y2K crisis all over again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 
Uh, M30 is when everything kind of like culminates. So yeah. from the war in heaven, which is history that no one knows about, yeah, and like is so far back to M30, the Eldar were the height of the galaxy. Yeah, so they got to the point where um, they've advanced their technology so much that they no longer had to do anything. They had robots to do everything for them. Yeah. And uh, one thing that they mentioned that I found was kind of neat, they had a bunch of like uh, robots that even like fought wars for yep. them. war machines. Yeah, yeah, I also saw, like, they, so I was reading uh, from manual labor to transportation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it said all the way up to waging war yeah. was done by their machines. Yeah, which is sweet. So that pretty which, much... Which is sweet, but... Sweet. Sweet, sorry. Sweet. <laughs> Would that have, like, contributed to a lot of, because it seemed like a lot of the Eldar society was degrading because of the kind of the debauchery that was going on. There. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that that's de- like that would be probably the yeah. number one thing. Like yeah. when you have You don't have to work hard anymore. Yeah. And yeah. and we're not talking like us. Like we've seen like uh like uh an increase in technology totally, and innovation yeah. Yeah. over like a span of what? 30, 40 years? Yeah. yeah. And it's been massive. Now imagine that happening for like maybe thousands to potentially even millions yeah, of yeah. years because we have no idea how long they were in supremacy for because we have no idea yeah. how fo- long ago the war in heaven was yeah yeah so then you get you have millions. like no struggle for survival yeah like you're just it you what, what's that saying like idle hands lead to i don't know something <laughs> There's a saying out there, I'm sure. I know, right. but I'm going to let you struggle. Okay, so, so there's hands, and if they're not doing anything, I you can't don't. get in trouble. Wait, no, no. Uh, yeah, but no, that that's definitely like the idea that uh, we're trying to portray is that when, when you're long enough being lazy, you want for nothing. Yeah. All you're trying to do then is feed your disgusting desires. <laughs> totally. And... And it starts small, right? It, it always does. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm, for me, <laughs> sometimes I just want to play a little extra video games. Define extra. I don't want to. <laughs> Define it. <laughs> okay, but because th- there's minimum. So from zero to four hours, <laughs> yeah. that's acceptable. No, 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 no. Because it's minimum nine hours a week. Yeah. Okay. Right? Because that's rating. But then you got to get ready for rating. And that's like. Like at least hour and a half a day oh, every oh day. God. No, it's a lot. Okay, it takes up some time. And then some people want to play League of Legends, Overwatch. Uh, here's the storm. You can't just leave it at one game. Anyways, besides the point, if I didn't have to work, all I would do is just be lazy. Video games and grow that neck beard, eh? I don't have. Oh, that, that that hurts. Oh, okay, sorry. Can you follow? Thank you. I sometimes we make comments like that. And I feel like we gotta post a picture of us just so like people don't think we are filthy neckbeards. <laughs> you know, like, I, like, look, I look like the guy from uh, I don't know what's a hot guy. I was trying to think of a hot guy, but Ryan I Gosling. He, he looks like, I like Ryan yeah, Gosling. exactly, yeah, oh, yeah exactly, like yeah, Ryan. <laughs> exactly. I'm oh, man. good to know that you guys find him attractive. <laughs> Not him, just you. Just me. Good. And yeah. the bot debauchery begins for Eric. <laughs> well, what else am I doing with my time? Uh, so you get these Eldar who, for an undetermined amount of time, have done absolutely nothing difficult. So all they're doing is like, hey, like, we don't need to do work. Why not eat a little more? Eat a little like, more. Go, go do something else that's crazy, like jump off a cliff. Yeah, like, why, why, don't we, why don't we try something new to give yeah. us that best thing? And, and eventually it gets to the point where... Um, the Eldar society 
is experiencing a very major shift. Now, yeah. it's very gradual, yeah. but all you would have to do is look back at these guys, and, and they, like, like we keep a history. You better believe that this race did, too. Yeah. And very detailed and everything. But So all you'd have to do is look back and see the difference, but no one wants to. No, why right. would you look back when you're just enjoying life? Right. All you're doing is living for that next great moment in your life. So yeah. you get um, – it gets to the point now where all of a sudden it's changed from eating a little more to like, what's that next high? Yeah. Right? yeah. What's that next uh, – Chasing what, the dragon. Yeah. What's that next th- – <laughs> That's a thing, right? <laughs> no, it is. Uh, from the is, 80s. Uh, is it chasing or slaying? dragon <laughs> depends if you're larping or <laughs> or if you're just doing copious amounts of drugs so yeah. it depends on what you're doing so um uh yeah so you get these these eldar and it it turns from a little bit of indulgence to a little bit more yeah and a little and bit they're more. just and feeding their emotions yeah. feeding their emotions and, yeah and yeah, that's a good point to make because their emotions <clears throat> are experienced so much stronger so when we do something that feeds our emotions, like, we enjoy it. Yeah. But, like, when an Eldar does the same thing, it feels it so much more keenly. Yeah. And that, it's like... It's, it's like crack. Almost. Really, it really is. That, what they're doing is chasing that feeling, like a crack addict, really. Yeah. And it describes them as becoming addicted, right? <laughs> so now you have this, this race that is physically, like, perfect, like, yep. they have, like, a grace that is distracting. They're blindingly quick. Um, they're very smart. They can do anything they want. And now they're given to these depravities. Um, it's important to note that not all Eldar turned. Yeah. So you get the Exodites. Yeah. There's always going to be people that um, a little more low-key. I would say a little more foresight. Or that, even. Really? I guess, yeah, in this case, it would because be Because it's the Eldar, right? Yeah. Like, they would see, like... The, yeah, the trouble that's happening. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of these guys that end up making giant uh, spaceships, and they all move on to a spaceship, and they basically fly away from the Eldar crone worlds and, you know, start a new and different life for themselves. And some land on planets, some stay on the spaceships, but they basically are... Done with the elder debauchery. Yeah, so they they're just trying to get away. They're trying to get away from yeah. it, and and it says because that, it the elder debauchery gets so crazy that like literally they start just having giant orgies and killing people. Yeah, like so it's described as like they are running through the streets, raping and murdering. Yeah, <laughs> and and even like 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 for the high for the high for yeah. like I'm gonna get that feeling of like when I kill someone like yeah. that's gonna do it for me. But, I love how those are on the same level like. <laughs> kill somebody or fuck them <laughs> or both <laughs> well, well, I'm, assuming, fucking. I'm assuming either way somebody both. gets screwed oh <laughs> yeah the but it like it even describes um so it does say they are chasing each other through the streets murdering and raping yeah and then it goes on to say uh they're sacrificing children upon fell altars oh yeah i know dirty. i read that right so like it's bad but what's crazy is that the majority of them is just everyday life. That's okay for the, to them. Yeah. Like only a very few very few. So turn you, into Exodite. Yeah, you get these Exodites. They've left. And they're called Exodites because of the fact that they did an Exodus. So that's where their name grew. <laughs> I know it's classic. Good games job, Workshop. Games Workshop. <laughs> like, ooh. What's so original. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Orcs to Crocs? Orcs to Orcs? Anyways. 
so you get these exodites, they're gone, but there are some who wanted to stay. Yeah. Uh, these Eldar, like, they didn't want to abandon all the other Eldar. They stayed behind and kind of like a doomsayer, really. That, okay. that, that Well, it actually doesn't say that anywhere in there, that they are a doomsayer, but that's how I picture it. Right. Think of like yeah, if, if, if someone if someone in a society built upon death, destruction, chasing the high, uh, indulgence, whatever, yeah. all of a sudden says you need to deny yourself. Yeah. Come on. That's a doomsayer. That's someone who would be shouted down, cast as a lunatic, ostracized. Yeah. It's, it's like someone in our society standing up on a street and saying we need to start murdering children and raping each other. <laughs> like honestly, we would we would throw that person away and they're so entrenched in their lifestyle. They they couldn't possibly think of like another paradigm. Yeah, exactly. Of... Yeah. And so you you get these guys who want to stay should, and try to fix it. Should we do that it. to feminists, you think? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do you think? About that's that? a this episode just got political. That's that's podcast number 4. <laughs> yeah. Uh views we have that most people don't uh, actually no sadly most people share these views oh that's they just right. uh they're too afraid yeah uh, i don't want to go there just just imagine eldar feminists <laughs> think, think about that for a bit i don't want to what would that be like um, I can only imagine that they're so, just as murderous. Well, no, no. So like, <laughs> not more so. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like they only. So go like right else. now, I'm imagining you know, just cutting off the genitalia. They're, they're accusing men right now of like raping and murdering women, <laughs> right? But the elder are actually raping and murdering. <laughs> so just imagine how crazy they are and upset. But yeah. and oh. then they would go rape and murder men just right. for raping and murdering women. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a vicious cycle, really. Yeah. Which when this happens. Yeah. Over time, all your emotions build up. Right. And they build up. We did talk about in our previous episodes that every single living thing has a connection to the warp. Yeah. And the Eldar's connection to the warp burns like a bonfire. So bright. So, so bright. <laughs> it does, though. Yeah. The Eldar are, like, the most psychically connected to the warp. Yeah. As, as a whole. Yeah. There are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. But as a whole, Eldar are the most, they have the most impact on it. Yeah. So you get all these guys who for who knows how long have been slowly and slowing, decaying who they are to the point of where they're just a disgusting race. <laughs> like, re really, it's disgusting. It would, yeah, I suppose it would be. Yeah. But, but would you enjoy it, Mark? <laughs> like... Well, you know... No, there's no... The Eldar must be doing it for some... If they didn't enjoy it, they wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> You make me sick. And so, you make me want to So in order them. for me to fit in, since yeah. I don't feel emotions as much as an elder would, right. I'd have to rape and kill even more. This is don't a say that with a smile on your face. <laughs> this is a society I could probably get behind. Episode number five. Oh, boy. <laughs> Eric calls the cops on Mark. Not the first time, won't be the last. It's true. Um, okay, so you get this race who has been feeding the warp, and... Uh, for so long and, and another interesting thing is it's a double effect because when an Eldar soul dies where does it go? to the warp to the warp and so all of those like emotions that built what that Eldar is is now in the warp as well so they had an effect on it in life and they have an effect on it in death yeah um, which is insane because it's compound upon compound upon compound upon compound so this is all happening cults are springing up everywhere 
Um, they all they're believing is they're chasing like a peaceful existence. Like what's crazy is that they truly believe like they were right. Like they believe that the society that they're creating is like the perfect like the utopia. Yeah, that is crazy actually. Yeah, like they they believe that everyone at some point should join them and yeah. uh, you know if everyone did this the the universe the galaxy would be a way better place. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's not. just how warped and twisted they really were. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to get to, um, at this point, uh, Belial 4. Yeah. Okay, sweet. This part's awesome. Um, Belial 4 really is the culmination of this. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so there's a cult that started on Belial 4. And it started by a priest, and it gained a lot of traction. Now, the priest uh, isn't named, but <laughs> the demon is. Oh. So this priest is possessed by a demon called Shanna Gathen. Okay. Okay. And it, this demon is uh, a harbinger of Slanesh, who at this point has been growing in the warp. Yeah. Like a fetus, really. Yeah. Like it's slowly being fed and fed. Oh, I guess, okay, I kind of want to add this. Quick stop. <laughs> the Eldar for years, for centuries, have been plagued with nightmares of Slanesh. Yeah, which is sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, they are literally getting a vision of their destruction slowly growing and having, like, these well, growth pains in the world. because they're so tied to the to the war. They're so tied like, to it, yeah. It's not just a dream, like, oh, this could happen. Like, they're seeing what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's more of a vision. It is a vision, really. a dream. Yeah, but, like, all of, like, this is consistent, yeah. too, between them. It's yeah. not, like, one or two. It's, like, the Eldar are having visions of their own destruction. It's, they just ignore it. <laughs> they're just like, oh, well... Let's keep doing what we're doing, I guess. So um, you get these cults going up over there. And so there's one on Belial 4. Uh, this new cult comes into play. So he, this demon, Shanagathan, possesses the most important priest. And um, his cult, unbeknownst to them, begins to prepare the way for the new god. Yeah. So this cult, um, and what's crazy is no one recognized demon possession. That's how messed up they were. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Like, the, like all the Eldar, like, uh, like the leaders and like all the people, like this race that is so attuned to the warp, is so messed up and twisted. They don't recognize demon possession when they see it. Hmm. Where it should have been like anathema. Yeah, it should be the antithesis. Like they, like they should. When the old ones taught them, you better believe they taught them like what the right like connection to the warp would be yeah and then slowly that just gets degraded and degraded yeah so this um demon and, is, and you know what's crazy too like hmm. uh so slanish is the last uh chaos god god that's born yes like there's still chinch and there's nurgle and there's corn like but they they didn't know like they well maybe they knew about them but like you would think that they would have some more knowledge about like the warp and stuff they were masters of the warp yeah yeah like no it's a good point it's like at what point at what point did they just choose to willfully ignore it yeah exactly they're just like we know nurgle exists like we we understand like there's dangers like the enslavers have been around since the eldar yeah so it's not like yeah they this is the first chaos god that's being born like i guess the, the picture we're trying to paint for you is like a culture completely decimated by their pleasure yeah like there's no like there's a million different things we could point to be like why didn't they see this and why didn't they see that and none of it matters because none of it mattered to them yeah all they were doing is chasing that extra emotion yeah uh you get this cult 
it's it's hidden from all the psychic presence, this demon demonic possession. So he talks, uh, he preaches, he's really just like he's gaining a lot of popularity yeah. in it. Um, so what it says is like cults are appearing everywhere. Yeah. And these ones they're de- devoted to um, like arcane knowledge. Um, because again, that's another thing of it. It's just uh, excess. Yeah. Right. The, the, the pursuit of like that perfection, um, sensual pleasure, sexual gratification, murder, rape, the cults like these like are like religious meetings dedicated to these actions. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, it's crazy. So you get this guy, Shanagathan, who is like one of like the most he's a very popular cult at this point. And he prepares a ritual on Belial for. Sorry, was that the demon's name? Yeah, Shanagathan is the okay, demon. It okay. doesn't list the priest's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just lists the demon. Because at yeah, this yeah. point, like, the priest is gone. Yeah. But Shanagathan, the, the harbinger of Slanesh, uh, prepares this ritual. And he tells everyone, like, this is going to usher in a new age <laughs> of peace and prosperity. And, like, the elder are like, heck, yeah. Like, we already do whatever we want. Let's just keep on doing it. Yeah. So he gets all these elders here. And he commits this ritual uh it doesn't say what the ritual is but if i know any warhammer ritual yeah there's some goats involved (laughs) (laughs) it has to be what would PETA say about that (laughs) it'd probably write a strongly worded letter (laughs) they would they would i would we're gonna get one soon probably (laughs) i love bacon (laughs) uh so he gets everyone together and he does this ritual and the, I love this. At the culmination of this ritual, like you, be, you better believe, like all these Eldar who are murdering, they're they're murdering, like they're raping, like probably like even with they're having a massive orgy is what I'm assuming. And then at the culmination, you get the birth of a new god. Get out of here! You're making me go nuts. So at the very culmination of this. Like Slanesh explodes into existence. Yeah, and like when I say explode, it's a literal <laughs> explosion. Like there is nothing soft about this. Yeah. So the what it gives you, what it, well, what it tells us. I like is, to think actually it's more of an implosion, and you're okay. Okay. Oh, because everything gets sucked in. Yes, sir. Good man. Okay. Yeah. Well, the psionic scream is the explosion. And it draws or, everything or, in. Or, yeah. It's like it like a draw, it expands uh, and then collapses yes. on itself. Let's do that. Let's explain okay. it that way. All right. <laughs> now good, we know. Good. High five. Science! Good. Yeah, we're good. So Slanesh is born, and there is a psionic scream that echoes throughout, I, I think it's the entire galaxy. Like, I, I know, I know the radius of the the destruction, yeah. but I'm pretty sure even the exodites, oh, yeah, yeah. even no, the they, exodites they felt it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's true. So, and we're and the exodites were on the fringe of the galaxy, yeah. so, and even lots of them, I'm pretty sure, got yeah. their souls sucked too. Yeah, even not though, nearly like, as many. Though. No, 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 no. Right. But yeah. it still happened to them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, at Ombelial Four, Shanagathan f- finishes his. Um, he finishes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and at that point, uh, Slanesh screams as it, as it is born. Yeah. So much that within everything within a thousand light years, every Eldar within a, within a thousand light years of Belial 4 gets its soul ripped out of its body and rushes towards Slanesh and Slanesh feeds on it. 
That's so dark. Thousand light years <laughs> in every direction. And Do then, we know how big the galaxy is? Uh, I don't, but carry really... On. Okay, so I'll, I'll carry on, yeah. So a thousand light years in every direction, every Eldar is gone. Just dead. We're talking like the most advanced, the, the richest, the most tech-savvy, everything. It's just gone. So all their all their chrome worlds, their craft world, everything is just destroyed and decimated. So how how far of radius did you say that explosion? Thousand light years. Thousand. Yeah. Oh, the galaxy's a hundred thousand light years, but it's still a big area. Yeah. Because like, so that's like two two three percent. Yeah. Sure. Gone. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's not nearly as big as the Eye of Terror. No, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Oh, because I guess the maps we look at are the known galaxy. Because the galaxy is much larger than that map, right? That we look at. Well, and it it, it keeps growing too. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yeah. So the Slanesh is born. Um, that psionic scream. Every I'm I think it's every creature that is affected by the warp hears that. Probably. Yeah. Or do humans? Does that record it in their history? Um. No, because at this point in time, like uh, the age humans of are still pretty oh. like. Oh, no, no, that's M30. That's there. M30. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're already right. deep in it. They're, yeah. Um, yeah, I would assume that the humans would know about yeah. it. At, at the very least, something. They won't know yeah. what it was. At, and there's, like, humans on planets such as, as Cadia that are on, like, the doorstep of the Eye of Terror. Yeah. Which is, like, the giant warp rift that oh, yeah, was yeah. created. So when, when Slanesh grew, yeah. so Mark's right, um, the implosion. So it sucks everything in, and it's really cool because it rips a hole in reality. Yeah. And and this hole, it rips a hole, and now you have a permanent fixture where the warp and the and the materium, like the regular galaxy, like they mingle and mix. Yeah. And all these planets, all these great marvels that the Eldar did are now home to like demon princes and swarms of like chaos yeah so like this and this is what's called the fall of the eldar so you have the eldar and then you have the or fall. is this their greatest moment <laughs> millions of years of what they strove for oh my gosh <laughs> oh that's an interesting where someone someone was trying to make anyways so uh the and the birth of slanesh is really the culmination it's the end of the eldar yeah as as they were known throughout the galaxy so m30 that's uh like year in 29,000th millennium yeah no not that 29th millennium no 30th millennium m30 is the 30th millennium no isn't it it is m2 is the third third I don't even know. M29. Ah! Oh, no, no. The, the 29th millennium is when this happens. Yes. If it's M30. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so this and uh, Mark and I were talking about something a little earlier uh, that we believe, like, at this point, that's the age of strife. Yeah. So. That, which means, like, humanity has basically yeah. left Terra. The Age of Strife is, a, is an era of time. Like, humanity gives it that title. It's not an, It's yeah. not like a galactic thing. It's no. something. So we'll go into that much sooner. Yeah. But this is where, when we talk about the Age of Strife, like, we're going to hint, we're going to go back to this moment yeah. and reference the birth of Slanesh. Yeah. Because it plays a very, very large part of how, like, humanity is molded. Yeah. Because, um, like... Well, how far do you want to get into that? Well, not far. Just one, one okay, little point. Go for it. Like, yeah, sure, like, Slanish was born, and boom, it happened, like, suddenly. But, like, 
there there were effects in the warp before Slanish was born. Like uh, what's that demon's name? M. Shyamalan. Shanaganoth. Close, close. Yeah. M. Shyamalan. <laughs> like M. Night. M. Night Shyamalan. Whoa, no. There's a twist, guys. There's <laughs> a twist. Like a huge twist. Slanish already was playing like an effect in the galaxy. Yes. Which so this effect was building up for thousands of years. Oh. Thousands. So it wasn't like, longer. boom, Slanish is bored. Now it's a crazy thing. Like, this is slowly building yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is the effect that it would play on humanity, which right. we'll get into later. Yes. But. Yeah, there's there were, because it describes also the the growing and birthing pains of Slanesh. Yeah. So, like, when Slanesh is getting fed, like, he, you're, you're disturbing the warp and it's coalescing. Exactly. So. Stuff yeah. is happening. The warp is just getting more and more and more tumultuous. Oh, until Slanesh is born, and then you have the culmination of all that energy just yeah. ripping a hole in reality, which is awesome. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so sweet. I, I love the warp, like, warp uh, storms and stuff. Oh, it's so cool. So, Such a neat idea. Yeah, and, and, now, and now you have the Eldar population decimated, even more than that. Because yeah. decimate implies, like, what, 90%? Like, 1 in 10? Like, way more. Like, yeah. they are done. They are no longer the galactic power. Oh, they're not supremacy. even remotely. Yeah, yeah. Which is another because we're gonna we're gonna compound on that another one because it, it kind of splits into a couple different avenues. Yeah, from we, there we can discuss. Um, but at this point, you get like this is where everyone else in the galaxy starts to play a major role. Yeah. Until then, humanity is nothing. Uh, the tower. Yeah, sure. Really humanity anything. is. We're spread learning. across the galaxy, but yeah. they're not. No, we've like they even we even fought the Eldar a couple times. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But we are not a force to be reckoned with. No, no, by any means. Yeah. So that's basically pre uh, pre fall and fall Eldar. Yeah, it, it really is. It, it's it's actually quite simple. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's not a lot of research to be done on, on the, like you can always go deeper, obviously. Yeah. Um, but like for like a pretty basic understanding, I think that about covers it. Yeah. But you need to know it. And it's actually upon like doing this, I've noticed like a theme, like there's a, a race, they have a huge change and they become something drastically different. So Eldar, mm-hmm. they're this one thing, then the fall happens yeah. and then they become something drastically different. Okay. Necron Tur. To Necron. Yeah. Something drastic happens and they become something that is completely different from where they started. Okay. Um, the Imperium of Man is yeah, like that Yeah, that's too. another thing I was thinking of. Um, the Tau are like that too. Okay. Um, uh, Tyranid, I guess, are kind of just an ongoing one. Yeah. Like, this doesn't happen in everything. No, but, but it, it is, is a theme. It is yeah. like there's And whether some... that's just because... Even chaos. Because yeah. chaos, like the warp always existed and then something drastic happens. Yeah. And then, boom, all of a sudden it's completely... Yeah, so it's an interesting so it's good, idea. It's good to know these drastic points that happened. Like, yeah. this does not play any part, really, in 40K. Well, yeah. it does, but... Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's essential history. Yeah, like, but it happened, like, 10,000 years from 40K, yeah. so... Like, and, but it's it shaped. It, it, like, not only does it physically shape the galaxy because yeah. of the Eye of Terror, yeah. but it shapes all the direction of the other races because all of a sudden you have chaos that can just pour from this eye. Yeah. Whereas before, like, chaos could still enter our galaxy, but they have to create gates. Yeah. Right? And now it's just <laughs> like, oh, a demon wants to enter? Come through. The, if you're powerful enough, you can step through the Eye of Terror. No yeah. one's got to open it for you. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Marks, uh, that concludes our main topic, and um, yeah, we'll pick it back up on our next topic.
Okay, so the uh, second topic that we're going to talk about today, uh, really related to the to the Eldar, is uh, their mythology. They're rich. It is intricate. Uh, what? Sorry, what word? Intricate. Ah, I know. I stumbled over that word. No, <laughs> hoping no one was going to start again. Start it all again. That's it. We'll rename our podcast to Lorehaven. Oh, what? <laughs> what? So, um, Eldar mythology is uh, it's their history, really. Uh, and it's passed down through uh, these guys. Marcus. They're passed down through the Harlequins, which they sound basically as what they are. They're, They're a troop of yeah. Harlequins that uh, basically act out the Eldar's history. And, and they go from planet to planet acting it out. In plays. In plays. Intergalactic Broadway. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but they like they look like court jesters, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Like think like uh, like a Harlequin troupe, like circus folk. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Not everything in forty k is grim death. Oh wait, yes, it is. <laughs> it is when yeah they they uh, have swords. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What to t- I don't so get how they. They are, they're theater performers. Yeah. So. And they guard what's called the Black Library, which is in the webway. And it's basically um, a library that has all knowledge in it. Hold on. So, sorry. The webway, you can actually, like, have a physical location left inside of it? Yes. So, okay. we'll go back to the simple analogy. In my mind, it was just like... It like launches you from one place. No, no, to no. you, you okay. travel through the webway. Yeah, so, so it, it's the ocean, <laughs> the shore. Yes, we love it. You got the tide. Okay, the tunnel. And then the, the tunnel. Yeah, okay. the the webway is the tunnel that goes yeah. from one island to the other underneath okay. the water. So, so it is a physical place. There are like cities built in it, and uh, oh. yeah, like there's you, cities in the webway. Yeah, oh, okay. you you still have to move through it. It's not teleportation, right. but it's way safer and way quicker. Okay, yeah. than just traveling through, through regular the war space. Yeah, through, no, through the warp. Oh, even. through the warp. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's Cause, faster cause than through think, the warp. Think about this, like, so if I'm swimming across the but ocean, don't they use it to travel through regular space as well? Okay, hold hold on. Or am I confused? Kind of, uh, but no. Okay, so you get the you have regular space. You rip a hole in reality and you enter the warp. Yeah. You're in the warp. There is no telling the next time you rip a hole in space and you re-enter the materium, mm-hmm. there's no telling where you end up. Okay. Right? For a regular person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you use the webway, you rip a hole in reality, you enter the webway, you know exactly where that webway is leading you mm-hmm. into the real world. Because okay. it's a tunnel. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, yeah. it's a tunnel. So yeah. me to go from, thi- from here to Mar- Mars, right? If I want to do that, I can travel three different ways. I can do space travel, which is going to take me a couple of years. Yeah. I can do warp travel, which may take me there in a couple of days or make me take <laughs> me there in 50 years. Or it might take have already taken you there. Right. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And then there's the webway, which is safe, secure, and quicker than anything else. So, yeah. Okay. But in the webway, because the way the warp works is if you exercise enough psychic ability upon it, you can create reality in the warp. Demon princes do it all the time. The chaos gods do it all the time, right? They have their entire realms uh, for themselves. And so that's really what the webways are. It's, it's a psychic, like they exercise their psychic ability upon the warp and shelter and protect it. And now they've created like a place of reality within this chaos. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I mostly get that. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's not easy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot. 
Just go back to the simple analogy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. So the Harlequin Quins guard this, like, tome of all knowledge. Um, but they also travel throughout the Eldar population, like, retelling their history and keeping it alive. Yeah, so they have, like, epics, really. Yeah. And so stories of, like, way back when, of all the things that happened, and, like, uh, all the Eldar are expected to know the major epics. Yeah. Like, you are expected to know, like, the history of it. And I'm not sure if that's pre- or post-fall, but I'm assuming it's You know what? I'm pretty sure, like, uh... I'm assuming, like, I'm pretty sure the Harlequins didn't, like, really get crazy until post I, I could agree with you on that because then they become like uh, I mean, different and they get like yeah. death jesters who like act out. I'm pretty sure it's death jesters and they act out like the part of Slanish. Yeah. And like they, they like. Well, yeah, that like the protection of the, um, <clears throat> of the Black Library would mean so much more after the fall of Slanesh. Yeah. Right? Because then you have the Dark Eldar who yeah. are prowling the webway and you yeah. have all like the forces like, like slanish has it out for them so yeah so. but i'm pretty sure they existed well yes they, there's no proof that they would have existed before but, but it, it is makes, most it likely makes because that's how their history got passed down exactly because right? they don't have but they get i'm like it it's most likely that they got nuts after the fall yeah that's when they start like being a military group yeah is, is my understanding of the yeah. history yeah no that makes sense um uh, the harlequins pass it down in theater and what they're sharing mainly is the the pantheon. Yeah. So the pantheon, uh, the Eldar pantheon. Um, again, Mark doesn't like it, but think of, it's really the it's the Greek mythology, right? It's the Greek pantheon. Yeah, pretty right? well. They, they you, got they have their gods lists of and gods. brothers and sisters, and yeah. some are making love to others, and others are getting kidnapped by others, and it goes yeah. on and on. And it's actually quite interesting, but it's a lot it, of it's it's storytelling, right? So there's yeah. there stories, but like, if we were saying before that, like, the previous stuff has nothing to do with 40K... This, this really stuff, yeah. does not. It, th- yeah, this has nothing to do with, like, the current, uh, like, state of, like, the universe yeah. and the galaxy. It's all, like, it's good fluff, and it's yeah. good to know. And it, it, it answers some questions about the, the post-Eldar, like, mainly yeah. with the shards. Yeah. Right? And, and what's also crazy, too, is um, it's not, it's not necessarily true. Right, like because it's passed on. Right, it's verbal. It's okay. verbal. And it's all dur- oral tradition. Yeah, and during yeah. the fall too, like they lost. How much did they really lose? Really? They, they even says they lost a bunch of their history yeah. and stuff. So I it could have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it could have changed and whatever. So like. Yeah, you, yeah. you kind of yeah. put your trust in the fact they're, that they're trying to just remember what the history was and exactly. put it back together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so the I guess really quickly uh, we're gonna go over the war in heaven, which is. Not to be confused with the war in heaven. <laughs> Which war in heaven is not supposed to be confused with? Well, Which no, war in heaven? the war in heaven isn't to be confused with the war in heaven. Oh. So you get the war in heaven uh, so way got... back when. That was the Necron, Tur, and the old ones. <clears throat> yeah. This war in heaven is the mythology. So this one is mm-hmm. whether or not you believe it, this is the story that the Harlequins tell. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so you, you have this pantheon, and each of them... Uh, each of the gods like gives the Eldar something. So one of them gives them uh, artifice. Right, the artifice. So that yeah. gives them the ability to create stuff. One of them gives them the love of life. Yeah. One of them gives them uh, joy. One of them gives them rage. Yeah. Uh, wrath, anger. Oh, yeah. Wrath. Okay. Which is the ability, and his is interesting to me because he's 
his gift, and they ha- they all have a reason, right? And his gift says he's giving it to them to protect all their other gifts. Okay. So this is kind of cool. The other ones are like meant to like increase their life, and he's like, well, no, you have this great life. Now you have to protect it. Okay. It's, it's kind of yeah, cool. Sure. And, and uh, I I like he's probably one of the most important. Uh, yeah. Cain. Cain is the god of uh, wrath, anger, whatever. They actually call him like the god of war. Too. Yeah. Yes, like, the god of war. Yeah. And then the um, other one we need to talk about would be Vol. Vol, yeah. He's the, the smith god. Yeah, the, yeah. okay. So you, the story they tell is that uh, Cain was warned by one of the Pantheon that at some point the Eldar are going to cause his destruction. So then he says, uh-uh, not on my watch, and he starts a crusade to obliterate all the Eldar, which was crazy <laughs> because these deities, like, walked among the Eldar. Yeah, like, when we talk about, like, the Chaos Gods, they're, like, in the warp. They have, mm-hmm. They're different. And they have never been to reality. Yeah, where... These could very well... We don't know if they're war- people. Yeah, it doesn't say. All, exactly. Literally, they, they all, it says is, all it says is the Eldar had gods, and they walked with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't give us anything more than that, which is kind of cool because it goes back to the whole, it's a story. Yeah. So is it real? Anyways. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Like, even the Eldar, like, I bet a lot of them don't believe it. Yeah, that's right? quite possible. So um, the story goes that the Eldar and the mortals... Sorry the Pantheon and the mortal Eldar could walk together and hang out. Uh, and then Cain's told about this was destruction. I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, bloodbath. He goes on a bloodbath. Yeah. Okay. That's he, what I was going to say. Yeah. Is it? I was just taking a drink. God. <laughs> so Cain goes on a bloodbath, killing everyone. Uh, one of the other Pantheon, he's like, oh my gosh, stop doing that. He puts a barrier in between the Pantheon and the mortal Eldar. And he says, no longer are you allowed to do this. One yeah. thing leads to another. A couple of the gods still have contact with the Eldar because they love them. Cain finds out. He goes berserk. <laughs> and he ends up torturing these guys, these these other Pantheon members. Because he's yeah. like, how dare you break the rules? So, yeah, kidnaps a couple yeah. and... Puts them to work. Um, and this is where Vol steps in. Vol says, how could you do this? Um, it's like, you're better, whatever. It's pathetic. Like, these are your people like your family and then Val makes a deal with uh Cain and Val agrees to make him 100 swords and he, and the swords of Val are insane like he's the god of smithing yeah like he these, knows are, what he's these doing. are a big deal so uh and Cain yeah being the god of war would like a good sword yeah so it's a good deal no, it's a fantastic deal for Cain so <laughs> Uh, over the course of the year, Vol makes 99 swords, doesn't have time to make the last one, throws an immortal blade. Yeah. So gives him 100 swords. Cain uh, takes the swords, because he's super stoked about this now, and he lets go the other two pantheon, yada, 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 one thing leads to the next. At some point, Cain realizes that um, he's been frauded. Yeah. And an interesting thing is that there is uh, apparently a connection between Kane and the Necronter. And that he actually loses a battle with the Necronter or the Necron. I can't remember at what point in the history it was. Yeah. But the reason he loses is oh, because of I... the Mortal Blade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's an interesting which goes. <laughs> I know, I know. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll there. get there. So, Cain uh, eventually finds out that he's missing a blade. Yeah. So, he loses it on Vol. Like, to the point of where he just destroys Vol. Not, not destroys. 
but he binds Vol to his anvil. Uh, and and then life is pretty much just crappy for the Pantheon. And yeah. Then, and then I guess it just continues. It just continues like that for who knows for how long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's pissed. Um, yeah. And then you get Slanish. Yeah. And when Slanish was born, basically... Everything changes. Yeah. All, all these gods, a lot of them get killed by Slanish, like sucked in and eaten by Slanish. Yeah. So um, Slanesh is going on a on a pantheon killing spree. Yeah, really. Yeah, we like some good pantheonians. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Cain, being the god of war, he steps up, and he tries to do battle with Slanesh, yeah. and he loses. He does, uh, which is crazy. So he loses, and he actually gets uh, he gets shattered <laughs> by Slanesh. So it is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and and you kind of liken it to the Satan. Yeah, a little the bit. the fact that they were shattered. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just saying. He's building up to something. No. Uh, so the, so this guy gets shattered, and that leads into um, post-fall Eldar. Yeah. It's a really cool thing that we'll add in uh, when we do that episode. Yeah. Um, so he gets shattered. Vol is released from the anvil, and yeah. he creates Anaris. And Anaris is like the most powerful. It's 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 what he calls the hundredth sword. Okay. So he finishes his like pact with um, Cain. Yeah. Uh, and he creates the hundredth sword, and it's the best sword ever created. Uh, and and that's really like, uh, I can't. So, something happens next. What is it? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really do my uh, fair share of research on this part. Oh, don't worry, I'll get there. This is me making Here filler. we go. The oh. fall of the gods. Okay, so yeah, Slanesh is at this point, uh, he's going through trying to kill all the gods. Yeah. Right, he's... Um, da, 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 da. Oh, okay, yeah. Just give me two seconds. Who wants to hear about my day? No one does. Oh, not me. <laughs> Okay, so it's actually kind I of interesting. I locked myself out of my car. Um, here's some interesting... I, did you really? I did. And I full-on criminal activity in it, where, like, I took, like, a fish tape. I'm an electrician, so I took, like, a tool we use, and Jimmy did open and totally, like, flicked the door lock. Yeah. But it's so crazy what you can get away with when you're wearing a construction vest. <laughs> like, uh, if you're wearing a tool belt and a construction vest and a hard hat, you can literally do whatever you want. Like, yeah. I've walked into people's houses. fly! Yeah, like, I've walked into people's houses and like, oh, I'm just checking your electricity and they're like, yep, go for it. It's like, <laughs> okay. Checking your electricity? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just breaking into this car, you know, in a parking lot. No one cares. Like, you can literally do anything. So all you criminals out there. Jeez. Get a get a pair of coveralls and a safety tool vest. belt and yeah. hard hat. Yeah. Uh, an interesting fact: Nurgle keeps in his cauldron Isha, one of the Eldar gods, mm-hmm. to uh, basically test all the plagues on. Yeah, he like because, tests uh, his poisons and plagues on her. Yeah, she's the one that gave them uh, love of life. Yeah, yeah. So, which could be I'm like... just saying. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. At this point, like, Slanesh kind of goes on a Pantheon-killing crusade, and really, that's kind of the end of the Pantheon. Yeah. Yeah. So, there are... A lot of them get eaten, a couple get captured, one gets turned into shards, he sharded himself. Yeah. (laughs) Someone sharded him. Someone sharded on him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then there are... Um, Does anyone, uh, like, use those shards? Yes. Isn't that a great question? It is. Uh, that is definitely post-Eldar. Oh, okay. So, sorry, post-Fall. Post-Fall, yeah. So, but that's, like one, like, one of the coolest things about them is that thing that they do. So that's why this is kind of important to explain okay. where the yeah. shard comes from. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And so really, yeah, that's the only thing to take away. Oh, yeah. One Honestly, of the gods like, gets turned into a shard, and it was the god of war. And when the Eldar become very militaristic, yeah. they basically have an avatar of Cain. And, like, he possesses, like, an Eldar, basically. Mm. And, like, turns into, like, a giant flaming monster. Yeah, it's so So sweet. if you take any... You, the, yeah. And, it, like, really, the Re- Pantheon is the story. Yeah. It, the, it's tough to talk about without just literally telling you the story. Mm-hmm. But the other mm-hmm. the other key takeaway is, um, I think there's only... Is there only three that survive? Yes. Yeah, so one is Kane. The other... Uh, sorry, no. No? No, no, no. Kane isn't included in that. Oh, so only two survive then? Uh, oh, sorry. No, you were right, Mark. Keep okay. going. Only three survive Kane, yeah. who mm-hmm. turns into shards and becomes, like... Yeah, he's... Uh, an avatar, basically. Yeah. And then, his power's split. He can't yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one is Isha, who we talked about. Isha who, is captured in Nurgle's garden. Yeah, and is basically tested on. Yeah. And the last one is Korgarak. Uh, Kor- <laughs> I'm going to let you struggle over that. Korgarana. <laughs> uh, I would say Kegorak. Kegorak. Or Sigurak. And he's the laughing god. Yeah. And he's the god of the Harlequins. Yeah. And... Uh, he kind of guides him a little bit, and what that means, no one really knows. Like, the Harlequins themselves are pretty mysterious, and their gods yeah. even more mysterious. And then it's like, do you even believe the Harlequins? Because well, if they yeah. tell you, like, they're visited by a god, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the takeaway. Yeah, there's not there's there's not much in the mythology other than the shattering, the sharding of Cain. Yeah. And, and I guess it's interesting, though, because, like, Isha is, like, referred to in other places, so... Hmm. It's like it's hard to deny the the pantheon when it c- crops up in something else. Yeah, right in yeah. a very like real manner. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's that's probably going to be the end of the Eldar mythology. Wait, wait there's more. What's that? Okay, Uh-oh. so or is this where you want to do? Okay, this is going to be where we're going right, to try so, to blow your mind. Yeah. So we're ending that topic because that that's this all a, lore. That is okay. Right, and what we're going to do now is our tale from the warp section. So at this point, it's conjecture, theory, what, bouncing ideas off of each other. So yeah. go ahead, Mark. So think about this. The Elder Gods are actually old ones because they walked with the Elder. They taught him how to do stuff. They gave him gifts. Um, they don't describe what the Elder Gods look like. That's true. They, they okay. The the old the old ones they never specifically say they go extinct. They say a lot of them die. Like there's an Armageddon, yeah. and lots disappear. The other thing to think about is uh, there's two elder gods. Their names are like Elderish and Ish. What's the the, the chick's name? You talking about Eldenish? Eldenish. And, no, th- those uh, are mortals. Eldenish is a mortal. Uh, you're talking about the, the, the two that's seated. Um, um. Okay, Isha, Isha and Kronos. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they basically like seeded the Eldar. Yes, it says the Eldar races are descended from Isha and Kronos. Yeah, and we did talk about in our uh, episode about the War in Heaven how the old ones seeded the Eldar. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, because when they talk about the Eldar gods, they're not talking about, like, uh, Chinch and Slanish, where they're, like, warp beings. Like, they they walked with yes, them. Yes, like, they are talking about beings that, like, physically were present. Exactly. And then the other neat thing is, so Cain, he fought the Necron and yeah. lost. Right. Who, who fought the Necron and lost? The old the ones. old ones. So. It, okay. All right. Uh... Do you really think Nurgle has an old one? Because possible, he has why not? Isha. Um, one of one of the Necron apparently have an old one. Uh, Trazan the Infinite apparently has an old one. No, doesn't he? Pretty no. sure he does. He has the husk of an enslaver. I know. I'm pretty sure he has an old one too. Fact mm. checking. All right. Fact checking. So, uh, okay. Another thing would be. Um, Sorry, who is that? Trazan the Infinite. Yeah. If if an old one is really okay in the pantheon, it yeah. it, it says that Asurian, who was like the leader of the pantheon, yeah. created a barrier, yeah, uh, that blocked the mortal races from seeing the pantheon. So this could be done in two ways. It could literally just be like he told like all the uh, pantheon, like don't don't talk to the elder anymore. And this is their disappearing. No, the no, other no. Could it be... was an actual barrier because so here's the spirit the stones two. is what the other two Pantheon members needed to, yeah. to so communicate. here's the other thing. Like, the old ones were incredibly psychic. So it could be a psychic barrier where, like, they, he literally blocked the Elder's mind from seeing That's actually kind of cool to think about. Like, right? um, think about a psychic barrier. So... I'm the mortal, yeah, and you're the pantheon, and or like you're the god, yeah. And we can have this discussion. Who's and then Jordan I'll... in this? Jordan's my Harlequin. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it all oh, works. Out. Oh god, new theory. <laughs> I'm an old one. So you, if you are, if you are the the god, yeah, then all of a sudden that psychic barrier exists, and you can be here, yeah. with me. I just can't yep. see you. But I could still be guiding you. Like, uh, well, that's, gonna... that's what Isha and Kronos did. Yeah. They still guided the Eldar exactly, through right. their spirit stones. And that's what Cain got so pissed off about. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, okay. It's something to think about. Um, it, the, one, of the, one of the main reasons why I wouldn't agree okay. is because they are descended and the Eldar bear no resemblance to the reptilian description we get of the old ones. Because yeah, the way okay. the way I understand the seeding is more of like I would more understand that the old ones psychically created the pantheon. Yeah. Right? And that's why they're so much better and then the pantheon creates the Eldar. That's possible. That's, but also on the other hand, so like um they look nothing alike. Just imagine if an old one put some of his DNA on a planet, right? Mm-hmm. Just like and tried to let it grow. I'm not a scientist, but yeah, like the end result would the end exact up exact same work. Trust me, I'm a scientist. <laughs> the end result would not end up looking the not, same, right? There right? is like, truth. There's truth. So to that. it could still work out. Like, yeah, there are some holes in this. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting thought though, because that would mean the old ones are still alive. They are still alive. Could be okay. Well, that's debatable. No, no, yeah, yeah, and that's that's the point. Yeah. And, like, and that's this, an interesting thought. Like, yeah. if the old ones are still alive, like the mastery that they have could change everything. Yeah, because they have knowledge that could it would change everyone's understanding of the warp. Exactly. Right. So that'd be interesting. If oh, anyone oh, knew how to um, defeat chaos, yeah, it would be the 
It would be the old ones. Yeah. So another another point here is uh, Korogarath, the Laughing God. Kegorak. He Segarak. is. He's like in the warp or in the webway, basically. Like he is. He's like in the Black Library doing his thing, you know. Like, really? Well, that's where the Harlequin are. You would think that he would okay. also be able to yeah, go there. Yeah, because they have physical bodies. Which means, like, you know, who else has mastery of the webways? <laughs> the old ones. That's true. Right? It could very well be. It's an interesting so. idea. The The question then I would have is, what the hell, guys? <laughs> like, what have you been doing this whole damn time? Well, okay, so Kane's been sharded. So, yeah. you know, that's, he's done. He no longer has any power. Yeah, but the, the old ones were, they were guiders. Yeah. They were, they were fosterers. They, they had like the, the parental like instinct yeah. of like, we need to guide everyone. I guess but that, would... fe- they were gripped by fear. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. And just because like, you can say humanities, um. Whatever very, you're going to say, the answer is no, you can't. Very warlike. Like if. Okay, sure. But. I've never gone to war, you know? I wouldn't, you know, like, okay. there, there yeah, are people yeah. who, That's yeah, as a race of a whole, you know, like, there's certain characteristics. Yeah, sure, they're nurturing or whatever, but, like, there are those exceptions that would not be, like, um, Korograth. Kegorak. Kegorath. You'll get it eventually. I don't think I will. <laughs> it's because you don't actually care. No, so it's because did... I can't speak English. I can't read. Did you find Trazen? Yes. Did, does he have... What were, what were you saying he has? Potentially an old one. It, oh, he has an old one. Uh, it doesn't say anything about that. It says that his collections include the fabled Wraithbone Choir of Altensar. <laughs> oh, which, that's a, that's a member of the Pantheon. Oh, well, yeah. So that's what you're talking about. If, uh-huh. Okay, that's if the, okay, There's keep also going. the preserved head of Sebastian Thor. That one's pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, basically, in human history, there's a guy who, who, like, becomes a priest and leads, like, a huge, like, religious crusade for the emperor. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, around... I, I don't know the exact date, but I think it's, like, M34 or something like that. Mm. And he basically goes up against, like, another guy and... Oh, it's He just cool. becomes, like, a, a huge religious figure. Okay. Although, like, he's not... He, he himself does not want to be, like, this religious figure, kind mm. of, like... Hello, the emperor. Wow. <laughs> he, he's not being worshipped or anything. He's, gotcha. he's actually a quote-unquote good guy. Okay. We'll, we'll get into him eventually, because he does actually play a huge part in 40K. Uh, okay, other, what else has he got? The other item he has is uh, a relic, uh, is the ossified tusk uh, husk of an enslaver. Yeah, that one I sweet. knew. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Because you, like, rarely see the enslavers anymore. Yeah. And a giant man wearing a Baroque power armor. Am I saying that right, Brock? Baroque? Baroque, yeah. Yeah, like super old style. Yeah. Probably like Thunder Armor or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mark's okay. smiling at me, giving me that look. Like, oh, I could go down a deep, dark web here. So, but... okay. So I don't, if if you were to believe that the old ones, the Pantheon were old ones, then yeah, I could see that Trazen has uh, an old one with him. But yeah. it's like the, the skeleton, is that what it was? It's like a skeleton of it? Um, um the bone, it said? The yeah the wraith uh, wraith bone wraith bone mm. wraith bone yeah so but, it's an interesting idea okay um but if so sorry but yeah if if the pantheon aren't the old ones then yeah. like where do they come from they would have been created in by the, like in the like ones. the warp or created in the, by the old ones I 
like the they old could ones... have even just been like political leaders oh like, really because like over time yeah yeah in history like they could turn like these amazing political leaders into right. they would have transformed deities. Yeah. through the yeah. yeah my history what i like to think of is that the old ones like they have this mastery of the warp and they psychically create them like honestly it's like a they use the the energy of the warp to create life mm-hmm. and i like they can bypass evolution they yeah. absolutely can yeah. so what's wrong with them literally creating these beings and then being like go create you know prosper and yeah. everything so that's how i more choose to understand the pantheon is that if the pantheon did exist it was yeah. more in a role of like they were created and not born mm-hmm. so okay but uh talking about the pantheon mark uh what about all of the pantheon being an aspect of a chaos god so this is uh conspiracy theory too yeah so you're, you're saying Th- this that one's a little more crazy it is but it's it, a little it harder is very to very ra- enjoyable yeah, it's harder to rationalize yeah yeah so but it's still good so we're saying you're saying that maybe they're the old ones yeah and we'll take it a step further and say what if they're they those pantheons are actually aspects of chaos gods themselves it's yeah so let's break this down so um corn Let's, let's do corn. It's the easiest one. It's the easiest. He's yeah. the god of war. He's the god of rage. He gave rage to the Eldar. Right. Well, Cain. Cain. Cain gave rage, wrath, anger, the ability to defend what themselves. Is, yeah. Right? And that, it has an honorable, like, tint to it. Yeah. Which goes back to corn, who right. has, like, martial pride and is the god of war himself. Right. But so, it's, and then you get, let's, then let's talk about, let's make the connection with Isha. Isha. Who literally goes back to Nurgle. Yeah, and, and she's like uh, like the god of, uh, what do they call it? Like uh, crops or whatever? God of the harvest. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, growing life and growing like bacterial life, which is like what Nurgle kind of does, yeah. are very similar. Like, yeah. either way they're kind of... like, like the, the Nurgle whole... doesn't always have to be bad. No, no, no. Like... Yeah. He, he creates life. There like, are the good, diseases. Yeah, there are good bacteria. Yeah, the diseases he creates are life. Yeah. So what we're what we're kind of spitballing here is like, what if uh, you get like corn, who is this rage monster, and what happens if you pull the little bit of good? I it's difficult to believe there's good in corn, <laughs> but what happens if you pull that away? Right. What are you left with? You're left with the ability to defend yourself for an actual like reason. Yeah. Like, what happens if you take Nurgle, whose ability to create life and, like, pestilence and plague, and you pull only the good parts out of it, yeah. you get Isha. Yeah. Right? And, and the, like, Nurgle and Isha fit so perfectly together. That's why he keeps him, keeps her in his garden. Yeah. Like, maybe she was such a perfect creation of himself that he refuses to absorb her back into him. Yeah. Right? And corn obviously doesn't care where blood comes from, but you better believe Cain contributes to that. Yeah, yeah. So he's not pulling him back in. Right. He refuses to because um, he's like, it's just another one of my servants. Also, corn's like uh, opposite is Slanish. Like corn hates Slanish. Right. So it would make sense that Cain would fight Slanish. Yeah, because like, Slanish has a hunger for Eldar. Yeah. Um, and the other one is Korkokok. <laughs> Okay, that again, time. <laughs> Segarak? Segarak. Kegarak. But the Harlequin God. The Harlequin God. The Laughing God. The Trickster God. Who else yeah. does tricks and schemes? 
Cheech. Cheech, right? So, like, there are some interesting... Um, like parallels? Yeah, parallels that could be made. So it's, like, I, you got to wonder if these gods are constantly sharding out uh, parts of themselves to create these demons. Like, is it so statistically impossible to think that they created one that doesn't follow according to their plan. Think of... Yeah. Scorebrand? Scarbrand, yeah. Scarbrand, right? Yeah. Like, he rose up. What's what's wrong with thinking that there was a concentration of the good part of that god that coalesced into this? Yeah. Right? And then they are chaos gods. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, they they would be. Now, Now, the only problem with this whole thing is that they walked with the Eldar... And there's a bunch of Eldar gods that do not fit into this nice little yes. package that we've presented. Yeah. But for all we know, like those other Eldar gods, they display a different aspect of the exactly. Other chaos gods. And and who knows? Like the warp maybe was uh, subtle enough that they were able to walk like well, in, yeah. in the webways or something. Or yeah. Well, you know, it's not even that. I mean, all demons. Yeah. Can come to the Materium with the appropriate sacrifice. Yeah. But if you had the help of the old ones, yeah, how hard would it like if an old one was here? I bet he knows how to bring corn, yeah, to the, this reality. Okay, right? If if the old one sees a shard of corn's power and he sees that in the warp and he sees, oh man, like you would be the martial prowess that mm-hmm. I need to defend this people. Yeah, let me bring you to the materium. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that even plays into yeah, like uh, that's why the elder were, and the old ones were able to like fight back. The Necron tier. Right. Because they were literally using warp beings. Right. Yeah. So, ah, okay, okay. It makes a little yeah, more sense. Okay. It's, it's still a stretch. It's a, it's a stretch, but, but I'm starting is, to like that now. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of like the, the idea that they come from the, the chaos gods. Yeah. Okay. Who, who back then were probably not as chaotic as they are now. Even. Oh, goodness, no. So. Yeah, because... Yeah. It wasn't until and, and, it wasn't until the Eldar were created and humans yeah. that the, the chaos, like the warp, really got nuts. Yeah. So. And I guess the final thing we'll say is Slanesh, who was born way after the old ones, that's why he doesn't have like a Eldar god equivalent. Yeah. Because he was not there. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Food for thought. I don't know. Tell us whether you yeah. agree yeah, or okay, disagree. Let's, let's have a vote. We'll have a vote. If you like the old ones okay. being. Uh, <laughs> Well, like, well, I'm talking for our fans. Like, we're, we'll oh, see. Oh, okay. You guys should message us. Yeah. And we'll see who gets more votes. Yeah. If you like the Eldar. So th- there's going to be three different options. Three. Yeah, of course. Oh. So uh, do you think they are old ones? Yeah. Do you think they're chaos shards of chaos gods or something else entirely? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, it, and here's the only catch. If you think it's something else entirely, you better back it up. Yeah. You better tell us what you think it is. Uh, how many word essay? I'm thinking no, fifteen. This is words. a decent fifteen words. Fifteen words. That's, that's all I'm willing well, to read. Yeah, that's all you can read. Well, you give me too much credit, good sir. <laughs> all right, so um, that concludes this episode, I guess. Yeah. So uh, our new email. We <laughs> we're just coming out come out and say it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, originally, we called our our podcast. A beginner's guide to 40k. Yeah. But we're gonna change it to something a little more simpler, Lorehammer. Yeah. And uh, so instead of having ABG 40k as gonna, our email, we're gonna have 
We should probably check if it's even available, but oh, most shoot. likely yeah. it'll be lorehammer at gmail at gmail.com. Yeah. So I guess we should create that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, vote. Let us know what you think if it's the real one. Uh, send us your questions. I love answering them. Like all of us will like have that email, so we'll get some good conversation going. But uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. I'm Mark. Oh boy. Peace out. See ya. If you want to leave your questions or comments, you can reach us at Lorehammer on our Facebook page or our Twitter handle at Lorehammer40k or our email address, lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. See you next episode.